Need for Speed is a cockroach of the gaming industry. It just won't die. The series debuted in 1994 and was one of the best racing games of the era, but its quality has ebbed and flowed since. Somehow, it always manages to sell just well enough that Electronic Arts will give it another chance. That's exactly what it was doing in 2015 when it rebooted the franchise. This second attempt at the series from Ghost Games received average scores from critics, including Sifted. But how does it hold up almost six years later? Let's find out if Need for Speed 2015 is a game pass or a game fail. I'll see you there, yeah? There's been a surprising amount of effort put into Need for Speed's story. At times, it can feel like a game from the 90s with its heavy use of live-action cutscenes. It's like a cheap knockoff of the Fast and Furious movie franchise. The streets were slick and the night is young. I'm racing night. The characters are jerks at best and loathsome at worst. We aren't street racers ourselves, but we are hoping the real scene isn't full of vapid people with no real lives to speak of. There's even a phone call where your group of friends tries to gloss over the crew chief being sexually harassed. The story is a major turnoff. Man who ain't got a mean bone in his body. Maybe so, but he's got a whole lot of sexist then. Uh, you're reading him all wrong, girl. Ames is right. Man who comes from a different world of you. The goal in Need for Speed is to become the city's ultimate driving icon. To do so, you must build your reputation, or rep, across five different disciplines. Speed is all about winning races. Style focuses on drifting. Crew requires that you drive alongside others. Build focuses on customizing your ride, and Outlaw is about evading the popo. Each discipline has its own storyline, and as you build your rep, new events are unlocked, which lead to better parts to install. Building your rep drives the entire experience. You earn it for just about everything you do, and there's a high skill cap in maximizing the game's multipliers to squeeze as much as possible from each event. Not that it matters much. Simply winning races is usually enough to keep making progress. Since Game Pass includes the Deluxe Edition, you begin with plenty of cars and parts, so the draw of unlocking that new catback exhaust is minimal. This may change deeper into the game, but in the early going, it all feels a bit frivolous. Other than that, knock yourself out. Need for Speed places a lot of focus on its multiplayer components. Each event is playable with multiple people and there's an entire discipline dedicated to driving with friends. It's always connected to help encourage players and there's a surprising number of people still participating, but it mostly amounts to being spammed with messages saying others are coming or going. Over five years after release, it still doesn't work correctly. We've had disconnects, crashes, and multiple instances where the train doesn't load in, causing our car to fall into a void. The actual driving feels fine, and there are tons of customization options if things don't feel right. The one exception is drifting. Most racing games fail to replicate it in an intuitive way, and Need for Speed is no different. The mechanic doesn't even have a tutorial despite being a large portion of the game. A proper set of tires and a bit of practice has helped us finish the early events, but we still don't get its intricacies. Instead, we have focused on the speed discipline, which is rather easy because you're gifted a souped-up car to begin the game. We've encountered a few hard races, but snapping on new parts has helped us avoid a lot of grinding. Since we last covered the racing genre on Game Pass, EA has added a ton of options. Unfortunately, they're mostly other Need for Speed games. The four Need for Speed games from Ghost Games are mediocre at best, and Payback is just downright bad. 
Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered is from the great developers at Criterion, but it's a bare-bones port of the game from 2010. Criterion's original open-world racing game, Burnout Paradise, is a great remaster of a great game. EA's acquisition of Codemasters has bolstered the Game Pass portfolio with solid options like Grid and Dirt Rally, but they are only available on consoles for the moment. Dirt 5 is available on both console and PC, and while it's left its rally racing roots in the rearview mirror, it's still a fine racing game. And then there's Forza Horizon 4, which is one of the best driving games of the last 10 years. There's no shortage of compelling comps on Game Pass. Now it's time to find out. Is Need for Speed 2015 a game pass or a game fail? It's party o'clock, my man. Let's get it on! The core racing systems of Need for Speed are deep, and the rep system is an interesting twist on the open world, but there's not much incentive to really dive into them. The story and characters are repulsive, and we would have quit a lot sooner if we weren't trying to give the game a fair shake. Even if you skip all the inane cutscenes, there are much better comps on the surface, even within the Need for Speed series. Need for Speed 2015 gets a game fail. For next week, the randomizer selects... Halo, Spartan Strike.